Hey, Patty. Hi, Sabrina. Are you ready to do another episode? Let's talk about some metal, please, because I've been doing a bunch of choral music over the past few weeks, and I need some metal. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, uh, I have a treat for you. Do you now? I, I got to go to that Enforced show. Yes, you did. And I got to interview Knox. <sighs> and so uh, fucking jealous. Such a sweetheart. God, that makes me so happy. I fucking love Enforced, and I couldn't go to that. And that, oh. But I'm so happy you got to you got to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also new shirt. Oh, sick, sick. Okay, love it's, the shirt. Yeah, it's an enforced shirt. It's the one with the camo, and yeah. it's got the 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 tour shit on the back. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. That lineup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're was, here for that. Well, so I figured, why not talk about first? I'm gonna show the interview, and then we're gonna play enforced and some other music. Uh, of the other bands that were performing on that ticket, and then some new stuff, and I'm going to end it on something that I'm really excited about. Oh, my God. So are you ready for this interview? Can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? All right. Okay. I'm here with... Knox. Of Enforced. What's up, everybody? Hey. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Very welcome. Happy to be here, Sabrina. Nice. Oh. Of course. Of course. You're going to a thrash show. What do you expect? I mean, <laughs> there's going to be tickets. Yeah, yeah. A guy came into the shop. He's like, I need it. I need some jungle rap vinyl. I'm like, I got you, bud. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they, they're they're all over. But that's to the ambiance. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys are from Virginia, and Richmond, I've Virginia. seen that you guys have been touring like crazy lately. Uh, this is only our second tour this year, which is kind of that's usually not our vibe, but uh. We've just been really busy um, with all of our like personal endeavors and jobs and everything. So we haven't we got kind of slow to the to the ball when it came to like touring over the summer and whatnot. So yeah, I'm happy to we we finished one with Venom back in uh, July, and then we took the rest of July and August off to kind of regroup and get merch and all that stuff. And then uh, right when September hit, we're like, okay, let's go. And you picked a good time because it's finally not a hundred. Oh, it's gorgeous degrees. out here. We were we were out here on that Venom tour. We played uh, the first show for that was at uh, Trees. Ah, is it in, yeah. in Elm? Uh, and it was like 120 degrees outside or something like that. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't letting up. Uh, our van broke down the day before, so we had a rental or like a someone uh, someone let us use their van. And it didn't have AC in it. And so we were just dying for like, until we got to LA to switch to different vans. And then that van broke down. Oh, it was just a nightmare of just bad, 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 bad vans. God. But hey, I mean, they drove, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm happy that they were there. Right, yeah. You know, in the, in, in the long scheme of things. Well, I hope... I hope things are better this tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our OG van. So Ooh, she's she's back in business. This might be her last run though. Oh. So we're we're taking it in stride. Yeah, this is like old Yeller's final ride. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like it. Alright, uh, I have all kinds of fun questions sure. for you. Uh, Patty was like so hyped and then he's like, Oh, I have other shit going on with my girlfriend and I was just like, bro. Who? Uh, my co-host, Patty. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like, can we? And I was like, let's try. Yeah, it's easy. Like, 
if it, like I just feel bad for for leaving you on the hook for so long. Like it's usually like <coughs> all the the like enforced like email notifications go to everyone's phones. Like oh yeah. So like I saw it and I was like oh fuck yeah. But then I just ignored. Like I just cleared <laughs> it on my phone and then I was just browsing through and I saw it again. I was like oh shit I never responded. Like <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck so sorry so sorry. Oh my god I get so many. We emails. get so much junk mail and stuff like that. Right. So I just like clear. I'm like cool clear it clear it clear it clear it clear it clear it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that I looked. And I, I, I would have felt fucking terrible if I never got back to you. I'd be like, God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I don't feel bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, all right. From my perspective, the influences from hardcore and thrash is pretty balanced. Uh, but do you see it that way? Like, the influence. In terms of our music? Yeah, yeah your sound. <laughs> yeah, I would say... For the albums and the content, like the the music that we put out already, I think it is pretty balanced. But I, for the music that we're, we're currently working on now, I'd say it's more thrash and death metal influenced than hardcore. Um, just because of you know time. I mean, we we all we've all been in you know or still are in hardcore punk bands and stuff like that. So I mean, it'll always kind of seep in one way or another but in terms of what we're writing now for the third uh, Century Media LP like it's it's lean far more like thrash and death metal um, than less hardcore okay. but, but no I, I right now I would see it as like equals nice let's see who would you say are some of your most significant influences Sepultura Nice. So number one, uh, Demolition Hammer is another one. Um, fuck, I mean Iron Age. Mm. Uh, it's Iron a huge one. Great. Huge one. It's one. Of, it's my probably my favorite band of all time. Hell yeah. Um, and then just like other Texas bands in general, like fucking like Bitter End is a huge one for me. Are you familiar with Bitter End? No. Am I talking too quietly? Should Maybe. I should I talk louder? Yeah. Bitter End, Iron Age. Oh, Bitter End. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so familiar. They're from, I believe they're from Dallas. Yeah. It's a hardcore yeah. band from, from, like, that. they kind of hit their apex in, like, the mid to late aughts. Mm-hmm. But, like, they have, they don't have a bad song. They don't have a bad LP. Like, they're one of the coolest fucking bands ever. And also extremely strong. <laughs> they're all, they're all massive dudes. <laughs> so it's just like, god damn, that's, a, like, the most intimidating band of all time. Oh, my God. Um, love <laughs> see what are are there so those are like old influences are there any more modern bands that have been influencing your sound man honestly like just bands that we spend time on the road with like kind of have more of an impact on you than like I, I, I hate to call them ancillary but just like bands that you just listen to but like if we're on the road all the time and like you pick up little quirks from people you pick up how to do things or how other bands operate and you're like oh that's really cool like oh man respect like I like that and it's not necessarily like a musical thing but it's like a life thing or like how to how to make this run <laughs> as smoothly as possible um, you just kind of pick up little tips here and there and then you make tons of friends along the way like two guys from Creeping Death came by just to say hello earlier and that's that's the kind of shit that I love I, I love 
I, like I was telling you before you were recording, like I love meeting new people. Yeah. And I love making friends. So like we toured with them back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Then we came quick friends and we toured again earlier this year. Yeah. Like I fucking love those people. Like I love them so much. And like we got the tour with Exhumed again on that uh, tour and like us and Creeping Death and Exhumed all played together like toured in 2019 so it's just like it's it's becoming more like a big family kind of vibe rather than like that's uh, someone from Camp A Camp B Camp C it's just like no it's all just one big camp and we're all trying to make it work and make everyone like make everyone have like the best experience that they could possibly have and you know and if something breaks down or something like that, everyone sympathizes and like tries to help out and try, tries to you know keep the, keep the whole circus going, Hell yeah. so to speak. So I find that really inspiring. Yes, mm. that's, that it is. Let's see. I hope that was the right answer. No, I no no, no wrong <laughs> answers. I think that was an excellent answer, actually. Let's see. So on let your... me know in the comments. Yeah, right. Shit. Please leave comments. Uh, your previous albums had intros that like build up a little bit before they pick up the pace, and War Remains, they you waste no time yeah, in, into it. And, yeah. uh, just smashing faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is there like uh, a reason for that, or was it just kind yeah, of yeah? It took up it too. Up? It took up too. It took up too much time. Like we we wanted to have to write something or make something that was just. Like from the minute, from or from the second you drop the needle onto the record, it's just a bludgeon to the head, and it does not stop. There's no reason for these like long breaks that we used to have in Kill Grid. Like, yes, we get we're trying to like set a tone, mm-hmm. but you can set a tone without all of that. The the music should like speak for itself. Right. So like I remember when Kilgrid came out I was like there's no fat on this thing at all like it's just like nothing but just like lean muscle and then listening back to it it's just like the first song doesn't actually start for like two to three minutes and I'm just like shut up like Like, get to the point just play (laughs) oh (laughs) and like all these long outros and all these like soundscapes and stuff like that well I love that I don't think it needs to be there for enforced that's very much besides the point um so we just we're just like ah, let's just get to it let's just play let's let this record should express how we actually play live it was like pretty much done like we got we got drums and guitars done in one day so it was like pretty much done in like 12 hours nice and then it was just bass and vocals like whenever we could like find schedule of studio time so but ultimately it was probably like I don't know five six days there's like no that's exactly what it should be like just visceral there's some mistakes who cares like it's just fast dark music let's just play fast dark music and how we like right sound and how we are as people like who's like, gonna even hear that shit who cares exactly and if you do hear it Get so over what it. <laughs> like, it's fine yeah yeah i i know i i fumble over a couple words good enough take that's how everyone felt it was just like oh, okay that's good enough right like, yeah I respect that thank you yeah 
Like I'm starting to respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're catching up. Yeah, it's like, oh, it ain't bad. Not bad. I'm good enough. Yeah, good, good enough. enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Damn near. A, from a lyrical standpoint, stoicism oh makes quite a bit of sense for a thrash record. How did you find your way into that philosophy? Ah, the way. The way. <laughs> yes. You worded that so eloquently. Uh, it's weird because, like, you don't, when it comes to, like, thrash, especially with lyrics, you don't really hear anyone, like, like, waxing poetically about anything. Like, and I don't mean that as a diss. Like, yeah. it's just not really a part of the genre. Mm-hmm. It's more about, you know, destruction and mayhem and, like, fuck the government and, like, they're right. gonna nuke us all kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, like, coming into Enforce it was just like well I know what not to do that because that's already very well trodden ground and there's tons of bands doing that and, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are doing really well it's great it's awesome it's not what I would ever want to do plus I can't really write like that I can't do it like it seems this sounds like a distance not but it sounds very comical like it like it should be a part of a comic book or like a like a fiction or like a series or something like that I can't write like that. <laughs> I just can't. I've tried. Tried mm-hmm. one time. It's on one song. Oh. Uh, what song is that? The Heat. The Heat? Okay. Uh, it's just about moshing. Like, and it's just like, people love that song. But it's just like, cool. But like, that was really hard for me to do because I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't figure out how to like write like that. Um, but anyway, um, going back to your question. Yeah. Um, Stoicism has been like a huge part of my life, like in general, like throughout the past, you know, 10, 15 years. And then it's expanded into like uh, Shinto Buddhism and like Japanese death poems. Like we had our, our Murchai text, uh, he brought a fucking huge volume of death poems, like on tour, and they're fucking good. Um, author? Or is it oh, just it's kind a, co- of like a collection a... throughout like centuries and centuries and centuries of just like that's, two that's or so three sad. two or three sentence death poems. Like if even that, like it's usually they're usually haikus, like quick, yeah. like very simple. Um, and then uh, that on top of like you know pressing topics of the time, which uh, it, it kind of that gives you like the sense of what to write about because there are things to write about but I also oh, don't yeah. want it to be you know so of a time I want it to be kind of timeless so I have to like extrapolate <laughs> what is going on now mm-hmm. and then find other different times that's happened and kind of build a narrative of like what's the actual problem here and nine times out of ten it's just human nature in general right. so it's just like you end up talking about human nature instead of anything like prescient or like concerning of the time and if you're just talking about human nature you could talk for just just as much as I'm talking now because I've been talking a lot Uh, (laughs) so yeah I mean there's so much that's a wellspring of information and like wellspring of stuff to like talk or or, or write about it's just emotions and you know people's habits that they're not even like really aware of like just the human condition is bleak (laughs) yes 
Yeah. Except for this. This is great. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, there's, there's I this. love gravel. I love gravel. <laughs> <laughs> this is some good quality gravel. <laughs> great gravel. I take some home. Right? Oh, they're almost. That kind of covers uh, like a second question. I was about to say that, that I probably hit a lot of questions. Yeah, that. yeah, because it was just it was much more of like, is there any like? I was gonna ask if there was anything like specific in like the political era or just oh. like. <laughs> No. Something, but it sounds like it's just like inspirations from all these different points. Yeah, you just kind of just pull, like you know what an orb weaver is, the type of spider. Yeah, they're really cool looking. Yeah, but they build insane webs and yeah. they're massive, mm-hmm. so they can catch anything from a really wide area. It's yeah. kind of how I'm thinking. I'm just like, it could be anything. Like I've been fascinated with chimps for the past two years, and. Uh, Applying that to humans. Yeah. Uh, oh, like their society, like their social. Well, they're social. They have, they have governments. They mm-hmm. have, like a hierarchy. Yeah. They have. They f- they war for oh, territory. Yeah. Uh, which wasn't like known until like the past like maybe ten years or so that like they actually do fight like yeah. strictly just for land. Like not, nothing. Um, it's not fighting for fighting sake or someone got angry, but it's just like. No, they want to expand and be, like, a territorial power. And it's like, hello? Like, right? So like, cousins. How, how familiar does that <laughs> fucking sound? And it's just like, I love that. So it's like, uh, trying to apply that to, like, this, like, very, like, primal nature of humans. Like, that's baked into your DNA. Right. Like, that's how you're, you're, what you're watching. Like, you can look at chimps and see yourself from, you know, 30 billion years ago or whatever the fuck right. but like you're just like oh no <laughs> don't create taxes yeah don't, don't, don't start taxing people just keep yeah just keep picking bugs off of everybody for respect like, for respect points share the bananas yeah don't be that one asshole monkey that keeps them totally yeah yeah I I totally watched a documentary they were talking about that mm-hmm. about monkeys and like fighting for like territory was it like the Gombe chimps or something like that. There's a there's a war. It's called the Gombe War. Yeah. Uh, between like three different chimp tribes, and the Gombe chimps won, and like uh, acquired all of the other territories mm-hmm. and all the other chimps into that tribe, so to speak. And so they like tripled its size and tripled its numbers, and like over a course of like 15 years. But crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like wow. So they do it too. Jane Goodall? Yeah, she's a, she was the pioneer of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've noticing been... it, and everyone was like, no, they don't, they're peaceful. They don't fight for territory or anything like that. They just fight for resources. And you're just like, well, that's, they're fighting for the resources. The resources are on land. Like, right? the land gets taken over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same shit that we do. Monkeys it's only been rec- it's been recognized like recently, uh, recently being like 10, 15 years that like she's she was correct. Has there been? This is totally getting off tangent, but I don't care because I'm very interested in it. Isn't it cool? Uh, it is. It's fucking cool. Yeah, you can definitely go down a wormhole like I have been yeah. for like a long time. Like, have there been like chimp human wars over territory? Like, no. yo, don't fuck with my banana growth. No, no, no. Like, not yet. There, like, there's been like interactions but most of that territory is like a chimpanzee like preservation so like no one really goes in there except to like maybe tranquilize a chimp Mm -hmm. and like 
run like health tests and stuff like that to see like get an average or an aggregate of like health of the population yeah. and then put them back but other than that like it's, no one's no one's fucking with these gyms like so they're doing pretty well which is pretty cool neat you don't hear about species doing really well in 2023 <laughs> no you hear about oh uh, they're, all, they're all gone yeah it's extinct it's gone butterflies extinct. they're gone bees <laughs> We're fucking with yeah. those. I saw a bee the other day and I was just like, get away from me. Oh, really? <laughs> Please get away from me because you have better things to do. You gotta pollinate. Like, don't be, don't, no, don't use your bee brain and think that I'm something. Don't I, look at me. Like, go away. I'm not a flower. Yeah, please, no. <laughs> no. Uh, look for honey, you fool. <laughs> I'm sweet, but I'm not yeah. that sweet. <laughs> oh, God, the light. My notes, they're so do you, uh Do you need my flashlight? Uh, I think I'm okay. Yeah, I got this. All right. Oh, look. Thanks, Car. That guy's a homie. Anyway, um, do you have plans for a subject for the next record, or all y'all trying to live in the moment? No, uh, I I have an idea, because um, it came to my attention and I did it subconsciously, mm-hmm. like lyrics-wise. Uh, Killgrid and War Remains are like super linked uh, by like album covers and by like subject so I think Zach picked up one of our guitars Zach he was like what if for the third one it kind of like finished it so it's like a trilogy and I was like I never thought it was a trilogy they didn't mean it to be a trilogy but now that I'm kind of noticing it yeah there's only one way to complete this and the only thing I'll say is that What's that Churchill quote? It was like, uh, the only way through hell is, the only way to get out of hell is through, mm-hmm. or something like that. That's basically the thesis of the next one. We already have an album title and everything. Like, Dope. And it's about half done, half written. So. Rad. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Yeah, we never stop writing or anything like that. So, like, we'll do, like, band practice on Tuesdays, and then they do writing practice on Thursdays kind of thing. And so I'll just get snippets over over a period of time, and you're like, "Damn, we're like got like four songs done. Like, fuck, like that's sick. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exciting. Flipping along. Very cool. And they're good. I swear to God, they're good. Oh, I do not doubt it <laughs> at all. I swear to God, they're good. Yeah, I I believe that a band can, you know, produce a lot of music in a good way, and it not just be yeah rushed copy. Oh, no, it's not. And there's yeah. no, there's no, there is no rush to do it. Yeah. So, by like, the stuff that we have now, probably will all get scrapped. I mean, we've been doing that for years. You're <laughs> like, like uh, the song Nation of Fear that's on War Remains. Yeah. That was supposed to be on the demo. That got scrapped in 2017. Huh. And we were just, like, just had the riff, and we are just like, nah, it doesn't make sense. Like, for at the walls definitely doesn't make sense for Kilgrid. Just like, but then we were just kind of the way we were writing, the way we were working for War Remains. Was like, yo, that would kind of be, like if we picked it up and kind of like made it a little better, like trim, like just rearranged it. Like that song would work for the album, and that's how it got on there. Like nice. we, I've had that song, and we've had that in the pocket for six years. Cool. Nice. Well, that's neat. Let's see. Uh, all right, so I have uh, I have some fun fun questions. Sure. All right. Uh, let's see. If you were not making heavy music, 
what other genre would you be feeling? Would you be playing? ambient? Ambient? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have like a little self-named side project. Not side project because I barely ever do it, but like whenever I just feel led, uh, I make uh, like not computer generated, but like yeah, it's computer generated. Uh, ambient music uh, for one of my I think my 30th birthday my brother got me a, uh, a MIDI nice. uh, like a little 25 key MIDI yeah. and I uh, just started playing around with it tweaked some parameters and just like realized that like I can make like given the parameters I've given it I can make uh, or I'll let the computer decide on what to do and I'll just let it go for you know four hours and I'll listen to it and like write down portions or like passages that it makes that I like and then I'll delete everything else and just keep that so I've been doing that for a while um but yeah, I have a band camp uh, oh shit yeah I think it's just noxrcolby at bandcamp.com cool yeah I, it, there was one whole album I was trying to make but it was way too fucking ambitious and way too stupid <laughs> and I was I didn't know what I was doing so it's not it's pretty trash but then I got that MIDI and I made two different songs and I was like, yeah, I like the way this is going this works. I just like set the parameters and then I get a two by four that I cut and just press all the keys down and <laughs> clamp it down to the desk and I'll just go, you know, do chores or something like that and come back later. But like there's one that sounds like straight up Kirby music. Like it's <laughs> awesome. It's so cool. But I was like, I didn't tell it to do that. Like it just did it. And I, was, I just clipped the 20 minutes or 10 minutes that, sounded, that I liked the most out of it but it's neat neat I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out yeah oh please do I'll, I'll uh i'll text you the link sick yeah do it do it um all right uh favorite drunk food drunk food drunk junk junk, junk food i mean oh. it could be it could be drunk food too I was say, i'm not i'm not that big of a like a drunk eater but um, yeah I, my lactose intolerance has gotten so bad in the past like two years so i've kind of only this tour, I've like, <laughs> like steered away from cheese completely. I get uh, it. Cha- worked wonders on my stomach, um, but I would say if I could eat it, pizza, um, it's just easy. Oh, because because of the cheese? Yeah, I can't eat it. At Yo, all. vegan cheese. I can't. I can't even have like a cheeseburger. Like it. Like one like craft single. Yeah. I'm next day. I'm done. Like I'm. Really Yo. Okay. They. Like, they've. I recommend. I, I make hella pizza at home. I was about to say like I used to work at a, like a local like. Pizzeria. No, like a higher chain uh, like local grocery store mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in Richmond, and I was in charge of all the dairy, so like I. I got the. I know where to get the cheeses. I just don't because <laughs> uh, I'm just a lazy sack of shit, <laughs> and I'm just like I'm not driving 25 minutes and being stuck in traffic the whole time for like a pack of like Miyoko's or something like that. Oh, uh, I I just or go Dia to, or anything like that. Donald Kroger buy the store brand vegan cheese. So that they have that now. It. Yeah, it's like four bucks for a bag of vegan oh, cheese. Throw that on heart. there. It gets melty. That pizza's good, hot and cold. Okay. I fuck with I'll that. check it out. Yeah, recommend. Yeah, but like... Because me yeah. and Dairy aren't homies either. I mean, because usually, like, if you're on the road or something like that, it's just like, hey, man, I bought, like, eight pizzas for the band. And you're just like, I can't have a oh, fucking second My insides will be outside. <laughs> Literally, that's how it feels. It feels awful. It's, yeah, it's a bad time. 
Uh, I would say that, or like, I don't know, hamburger. Like, just, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of food. Like, I just eat because I have to. So it's just like, whatever's in front of me, I'll fucking eat it. Like, I so, got you. And I just gotta eat, eat whatever. to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- this is my ultimate silly haha joke. Sure. Not joke. Uh, question: that. If you could pick and be any mythical beast, what any would you Any mythical choose? beast. Yes. This one really gets What's people. the context? Just no context? Mm-hmm. Hey, you wake up one morning, you're like, you know what? It'd be pretty dope to be oh a Oh my chimera. god. <laughs> no, you just wake up, it's like, oh my god, I'm guarding the gates of hell. It's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, oh shit, I'm Cerberus. <laughs> and then all my heads were looking back at me and being like, yeah. Oh god, um, that's extra flossing. <laughs> maybe, uh, what is it, uh, who, who killed the Hydra? Hercules? Oh, uh, is it Hercules? I think it is, because... A hydra is the one that you cut a head off and two emerge. Yeah. So it, the more you try to kill it, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably pick that one. Yeah, Hercules or a hydra? Hydra. Hydra. He's not a mythical beast. No, no. <laughs> I mean, some people might think he's a mythical beast because he's have. He's a mythical demigod. beast. Yeah, he's beast mode. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say hydra or Cerberus. Nice. I like That'd be that. Uh, so. Cerberus doesn't really do anything. Unless he, there's something going on at the gates of hell, so he's right. kind of just chilling. You're just a big dog. Just a big dog. Yeah. Um, Sleeping all day. Sounds nice. I always like asking people, what have you been reading? Do you, if you enjoy reading. Yeah, let me grab it. I don't because oh. I don't know the name of it right this second. Okay. I was gifted this yesterday. Oh, neat. Oh, I love books. It's a book by Ennis Majgani, uh, in the pockets of small gods. Oh, that looks it's sick. a poetic it's a poem book about him coming to grips with his wife leaving him and uh, the death of a friend at the same time so it kind of <laughs> it's all these different poems that it kind of jump around in space and time yeah. and him kind of trying to explain how it actually feels being like cheated on or like left for someone else so, and while wow. someone it has the it has the grief of like chosen to be left, and then the grief of someone left like on their own volition, kind yeah. of, thing. or like left life. Mm-hmm. So there's two different types of grief all at one, uh, both at the same time. Sounds overwhelming. It's fucking devastating. <laughs> I I read, I got it last night. I was like, I'll, I'll start reading in the morning. Woke up, read three pages. Immediately had to put it down and like decompress heavy right <laughs> oh it's ex- it's exceptionally heavy I love it so I picked it up and put it down like four more times so I'm like already halfway through it but I was just like this is the most brutal book I've ever read <laughs> it's like in the Poetry's... pocket of small gods yeah can I, can I take a picture of it yeah please sick hold up where's my phone I I like I would recommend it but I like, like I wouldn't recommend reading it cover to cover Unless you just hate yourself. Not even that. It's just like, unless you just want to have a really heavy week. But there's, there's... Neat. Thanks. The way he, um... Phrase I think I think it's page 10. Uh, oh God, I'm about to cry just reading that. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just read it. Is it cool if I just read like? Please, no, yeah. I'm, I'm down. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna preface all this. Uh, he goes through this whole metaphor of meeting his wife and then 
having this community of you know love and support around both of them and then she leaves and so this is and then once more it's just the man in the middle of this forest of abandoned houses he sits with a stack of firewood and matches wondering which houses are worth burning to the ground wondering if any of them are and if so if his house too should burn every corner of my heart loved you in a field of fields, you were the largest field. In a field of moons, you were the most moons. It's so brutal. Like, I need this book. He's so upset. That's, like, he's so upset. That man's heart is in that book. Yeah, and it's it's fascinating. So, I, like, this is what I'm reading currently. Nice. But, hilariously enough, um, I'm sure you're familiar with Cicero. Wait, oh, Cicero, yeah. Yeah, the Roman politician. He has a book that... Had came out last year, and it's a compilation of his. He wrote a book about um, him losing his his daughter, mm. but most of it is gone. Oh. But it was a book, and the book is the book that I have mm-hmm. is a compilation of people writing about his book. Yeah. To fill in the gaps of like what is actually said in the missing pieces, mm-hmm. so you can flesh out the whole book, the original book. Nice. Uh, my girlfriend gave me that for Christmas, and I'm halfway through that. It's just as gut wrenching as this, <laughs> but from a guy who's trying to be as stoic and like calm as possible, and most of the time he is. Sometimes he's not. Wow. And he just can't help it. And it's awesome. <laughs> I get the feeling it's, you like. I love being sad. <laughs> I love being sad. It's so there's something so human about it, like right. just being so like tired of it. Like, mm. I love it. I mean, it shows in my lyrics. I think it's just like this doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's just like yeah, there's nothing good. <laughs> Life sucks. Life sucks shit. <laughs> well, you gotta have those sad moments to appreciate, to appreciate the, the happy good. moments. Yeah. yeah, and like, I'm not a sad person. Like, I'm very happy-go-lucky, but like, because because like, I appreciate and love the times that I'm upset or sad, mm-hmm. or like, you know, if I get in an argument, or like if like my girlfriend just got like really badly scratched and like bitten by one of her cats. Mm-hmm. So like that really sucks. And then it's like, but there's also nothing I can do about it. Like, right. I'm just here mm-hmm. talking to you and I just got it not saying it's a bad thing I'm just no, like, no, I'm just like that's what's in my head it's like I would love to just teleport and you know like clean her wounds and everything and make sure that she takes her antibiotics and right. doesn't get like sick Cat's but I can't fever. do that yeah like I just have to be here and be present in the moment and she understands and just like, but it's just hard like, yeah so it's just I get that that's the kind of shit it's the kind of shit I like that's life yeah that's life. That's something fake about it. Yeah, God, what was it? Uh, it makes me think of this book that I have. Another poet. Uh, what was it? It's something to the extent of cobwebs on my vagina. Okay. But Word. really, really <laughs> interesting poet. I cannot remember her name. I have I have like two of her books though. But okay. I, it's just some really. I don't know, just interesting poetry. Mm-hmm. I have like a whole shelf of poetry. <laughs> this is my first, I think. I'm not a big poetry person. I've never really thought of it. But then, like, do, when you, you, do you consider lyrics poetry, though? Honestly, like, it could be. 
Some guys can do it. Like the feeling. Some people can do it. I cannot do it. I feel like if it, if okay, if the poetry invokes feeling, then I'm into it. Yeah. But if it's just some like fluffy bullshit. Yeah. Have you ever listened to uh, Fiddlehead or Drug Church? I've heard of Drug Church, but I don't know if I've actually had a chance to listen to it. But they okay. have fiddle. Fiddlehead. No, I'm not familiar with Fiddlehead. Great lyrics. Great. Really equally sad brutally sad <laughs> but with like the least amount of words written like what's that what's that what's the poem like like baby shoes for sale and like never worn something like that oh. stuff like that that's just, like, just sad shit yeah it's just two sentences you're just like oh fuck God, <laughs> that's like, bleak. How can I break your heart in as few yeah, as possible? Yeah, but it's all, but it's all, but it all comes from like personal experience. Yeah. So it's just like, damn, dude, those like, this guy's going through it. And then Drug Church is, like has the most. Uh, who who does vocals? Uh, Patrick Kinlan hmm. does vocals for them and writes all the lyrics. And he is a very intelligent person and writes very. He's like a big inspiration for me, but I can't do anything that he does. I'm not even close to the degree that he can do it. But, um, oh my god, are we dead? No, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, is this 37? Okay, I'm still going. I see the camera yeah. going. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. All right. <laughs> you're you're bored. Oh, no, no. I'm, honestly, I just had like a little moment of panic where I'm like, you're working, aren't you? You better be working, or I'm gonna fucking cry. Yeah, yeah, it's we're on. Good. Okay. Good. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will throw you across the room. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then you ruin then it's all gone. And I'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good write interview. Write a poem about it. Write a fucking poem about it. And then I threw it across the room and it mm. broke into a million pieces like my heart. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, excellent book recommendation. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, thank, no. I mean I'm not Thank I'm uh, my that. friend uh, Adrian. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Jaffa Rita Bar. He's in. He plays bass and does vocals in this band, St. Peeler from Austin. St. Peeler. St. Peeler. Nice. Um, so, and he was like, this book. He gave me. He he's one of those guys who like he saw a book, like did so much he bought another copy, just waiting for someone to ask for it. And so we got to talking last night, and he was just like, "You're the guy. Like, <laughs> here's the extra book." Nice. Um, so yeah, but uh, it's all thanks to him that I actually have it. Sorry, Adrian. They're mine now. <laughs> I'll just check out St. Peeler. Yeah, they're great. They're awesome. We were on tour with them in July for like 10 days or something like that. It was great. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not, honestly not that familiar with the Austin music scene. More familiar with this one. Felt. Just because I live in the area. Yeah. That's yeah. the way it goes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, this has been really cool. Cool. Uh, did I give you enough? I have no idea. Enough think this nouns. Is, this is enough great. nouns and shit to look you, up. You gave me all the pronouns and the verbs and yeah, the yeah. adjectives were good. I, I know I probably like word vomited like so much shit. Oh, I'm here for it. Okay, great. Ooh, uh, I love playing a song after the interview. Okay. By the way, this doesn't air until like the first of the month. Oh, okay. It's October. like rent, but you look forward to it. All right, great. Yeah. Uh, what's what song off of the new album? Would you like? Me to play? Oh, it has to be one of my songs. Fuck. Yeah. Not, no. Not any song. I gotta look it it's, up. It's gotta be yours. No, I would never do that. An enforced masterpiece. I'll do because we don't play it live. Yeah. 
mad. I just want to look at my own goddamn music. Right. Um, I would do, in the in the sense of, you know, in the respects of the book and and uh, on grief by Cicero. Mm -hmm. Let's go with Mercy Killing Fields. Okay. That's like the one, that's like the first time I've ever talked about anything personal. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's about the death of my cousin who was just like mistreated in the hospital and just, uh, and then eventually had to like, uh, there's a nicer way to put it. Um, but uh, basically, it was the hospital was like, we're going to pull the plug on her. Um, but we can't do that without. You know, next of kin being there, and somehow, some way, because the, the family timeline's so strange. Uh, my dad was next of kin, and um, he was like, "Hey, she's actually staying at the hospital, like two miles away from your house. You want to just do it?" And it's about that. God, that's didn't hard. have to do it. Yeah. But the sad part is that she came out of it. They sent her home with a clean bill of health. A couple days later, fell down the stairs, cracked her head, died. So it's like, God, you know, the 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 path to hell is paved with good intentions. Like, right. You you thought you were doing the right thing, but like she could have just died peacefully, but you let her go. Like brutal, brutal stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the the wane of the scales of like. Did we do the right thing? Yeah. And I don't think we did. So, that's what that song is about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's heavy, like there's heavy, there's heavy shit in in forced songs. Like I don't, I'm not pulling any punches on myself or the audience. So I mean, it's not for everybody, but because I mean, some of the topics get pretty heavy. Yeah. But I mean, in my head, that's thrash, not pizza nuclear war so yeah yeah <laughs> that's just i mean yeah there's there's no diss in that but it's just that's this is not how i write and like it's got to be it has to come from somewhere the lived experience yeah and i and i yeah and i don't like the nuclear war and i'm lactose intolerant so i can't talk about pizza so it's just like no i guess i only have to talk about relatives passing away yeah <laughs> yeah we uh i don't know i feel like we've all experiencing that in the last few years. I think that's too. why I wrote it. It's because, like, I can't... I, I, in such a weird, specific thing, mm -hmm. I felt like I was like, I can't be the only fucking person who's ever had to, you know, to, like... Be in that what's the, what's the phrase? It's not... Mm -hmm. Pull the plug is, like, the rude way of saying it. But there's some way... Like, taking so all Letting someone support, go. Like, letting them go. Yeah. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. To let someone go. Um... I've definitely not been in the same... I'm not the only person who's ever done that before. Or, like, been in that situation. Yeah. Or, or, can I be the only person who's gone through that situation, not done it, mm -hmm. and then gotten a negative result because of it, because of mercy. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, maybe I should actually, like, open up for once. And it's a lot of people's favorites. Like, and we don't, we don't really play it, which is unfortunate, because I would love to play it. Oh, is it is it just kind of like a hard song to no, play? No, 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 not at all. Um, it's just we can't find a good way yet to fit it in the set in a way that like makes like total sense. Like we, uh, you're coming to the show, right? 
Oh hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> you'll you'll understand when you see it live because it's like it's broken up into specific chunks mm-hmm. and it's just bop, 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 yeah. maybe like a minute mm-hmm. before everyone catches their breath, then a huge other chunk, but it's all like it has to be sequenced a certain way for every chunk to work. Yeah. Can't get that one to work yet. Uh, so it's just like we wanna play it, but right now it's on the back burner. It's cool though. Yeah. One day we'll play it. Ooh, yeah. tour where you play the entire album in its entirety? Yeah, maybe like the 10 year, 20 year, right. 50 year, if we're all alive, 50 year anniversary. Um, yeah. What is it? Yeah, like uh, songs like Kill Grade, we don't play, it's just too long. Mm. Like, so, we're never going to play that. It takes way too much time if you only have a certain amount of minutes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Bell Witch live, and I'm like, yo, you can't play a full song. No. When you're bell It has to be like a weird melody Yeah everything It's like a chunk mm-hmm. And just people just <laughs> But that's kind of cool though I mean like uh, playing like passages Right that's kinda, I think that's cool Yeah If that's what like you're expecting like, Indeed It's just like just playing specific parts of like Symphonies or whatever That's right? pretty cool Yeah If I knew If I went in knowing that would happen Then I'd be cool with it But I was like I'm expecting to hear one song From beginning to from beginning to end honestly and it doesn't happen I, like what the fuck I, I was I was open I'm like whatever just throw music at me mm-hmm. that'd yeah. be cool right I haven't seen them yet I'll, I'll, hopefully they come through Richmond or probably not probably DC or something like that yeah yeah do you get many shows in not really not no. like the, it's like a B market now like Damn. the the main um my hat is fucking up uh the main venue that would have good hardcore punk and metal shows mm-hmm. was around for like 30 plus odd years and then it finally just got uh, what's it called um, huh? it condemned down? yeah it got condemned because of like someone tried to buy it like because it was they, they finally closed it down and then the scene was collectively trying to buy it but then it came out that's like Oh, like it needs an entirely different roof. Like it's not up to fire code, so it would be like, like something that was like two hundred thousand dollars to like get up to speed. Then you could start doing everything, and everyone was like, "Who has that? Fuck! Kind of that thing was a fire. We're all gonna die in there the whole time we've been in there. Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> but the roof was gonna cave in the whole time. Like fuck. It's like all right, well, guess it's done. But then since then, VCU the the college that's basically just downtown Richmond now yeah. has like absorbed everything around it but mm-hmm. it and so it's just a condemned building like on VCU campus now so it's now it's just like a eyesore <laughs> but no one sold it so I guess they're not selling to VCU they could probably get 10 million dollars for it if they wanted to Jesus Christ! but they're just not doing it because it's really just the land yeah they just want the building yeah because the building sounds like a death trap yeah, <laughs> it is. It needs to be knocked down. But like, I mean, you had like bands like Bad Brains and shit play there. Like, oh. they're not knocking that shit down. Mm, <laughs> That'd be that, fucked up, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's like a huge a like, yeah, it's like a huge hardcore punk history like venue, Damn. and it's still there, but it's slowly falling apart. But that's sad, a ruin. I, I need to buy more scratchers. Maybe I can finally. Right. <laughs> maybe I can finally get it. Uh, well, hey, thank you. Yeah, again, you're very welcome. For, uh, for chatting with me. Absolutely. It's been fun. Great. Cool. Wonderful. Handshake. Yes, handshake. You can't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
So good, good music. Oh my fucking god, I love that band so fucking much. And it was a really good interview. Yeah, he's so cool. <laughs> like, I love the band even more now. Like, he loves Iron Age, and I mean, he would talk. Y'all talked about what Saint Peeler and Drug Church, and I fucking love those bands so much, especially Drug Church. Drug Church fucking rules. Uh, he was not wrong about Patrick Kendlin. That man can write a fucking song. Good lord. Um, oh my god, that was so good. And he's lactose intolerant, like me. Aww. Oh. <laughs> cheese might taste good, but it does not feel good. It does not feel good, y'all. Yeah, that was great. Right? See, the, the shit he was talking about, about like, how thrash metal, like to him, was very much not, you know, nuclear war and pizza. Right. And I was like, man, I felt that shit because <laughs> I I feel that way about like because I because I love and because part of the reason why I love Power Trip so much mm-hmm. because it was yeah it's good thrashy business, but it's also like motherfuckers were like hella political, especially on that last album. Like that was no question about it. And I've been telling folks, like, okay, if if you loved Power Trip and you missed them, like, there's been a void in your life since Nightmare Logic dropped. Why are you not listening to Enforced? Like, right? Like, it's the logical next step for you, Dewey. Like, you have to, you have to do it. I hope people get that that walk hard reference there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like. It's, I feel the same way about them that I do my sci-fi. Like, science fiction to me, I forgot exactly who it was that said it. It was either, I think it was like Ursula Le Guin Ooh. or, or N.K. Jemison, but I do not remember. But it was like, it was something along the lines of, like, science fiction should very much be like, it, science fiction is a reflection of the times that we're in, not of our future. And like it's, it's sci-fi should be political, it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Fantasy is the same way, and like I feel like thrash metal. I mean, yeah, sure, instrumentally it's it's good, ragey, punch each other in the face music, but at the same time, also it's you know, it's it's a great vehicle for, you know, you know conversation because he wasn't wrong. Like I. I, I feel like I know what bands he's talking about when when he references the the nuclear war and pizza Megadeth. But um <laughs> like I I I just like I don't know. I, I think that's maybe where more of the, the hardcore influence comes from. Maybe I don't know, but like I know hardcore bands are usually a little bit better about talking politics. But they're not always, but Yeah, um God, now I'm just thinking about like every thrash band has done at least one song about nuclear war, like uh-huh. um, Silhouettes by Warbringer. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. all that's left is the Silhouettes from the nuclear. Explosion. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, but, I fucking love those bands. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they do Ugh. also have Remain Violent, which is in protest of police violence against people. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, every band does it. But, yeah. But they also have political songs. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like aggressive music 
extreme music genres definitely tend to go that direction just because the people that are making the music are just pissed about the state of the world mm-hmm. as they should be yeah 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 if you if you exist you should be bad right yeah <laughs> that's pretty much just how it is you wake up pissed off mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it's literally literally why we need medication um anyway uh mm, mm, drugs drugs oh. uh, <laughs> They're yeah. prescribed, okay? Thank you very much. Um, right? Yeah, it was... So So I, I did the interview, and I, I stayed for the two opening acts, and then enforced, and then I was like, I have to work in the morning. And I'm sure Jungle Rod is lovely, but I want to go to bed. <sighs> I uh, heard that. So I, I'm, I'm still pumped from the show. I come to work in my new enforced shirt, and just like weird sci-fi i don't know twilight zone moment i end up meeting nox's roommate he like comes into black cat and is like points at my shirt and says that's my roommate and i was like the fuck (laughs) i interviewed this guy like last night so like that's awesome hey hey (laughs) because like that's awesome yeah oh i love that right yeah like anybody that shows any interest in metal, I'm always like, have my business card, <laughs> yeah. or like some of the new flyers that I have, and I'm like, J- check it out, share it with a friend, <laughs> please, please, and thank you. Because yeah. yeah, there's just great people in the genre, absolutely, and great music. a lot of shit bags, but also. I think more unexpectedly, a lot of wonderful people as well. Oh, my God. People are just solid, big-hearted, just chill people. Heard that. Who, I I got my copy of In the Smock, In the Pockets, In the Smockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it begins. In the Pockets of Small Gods came in the mail. Today, I found it uh, online at a thrift store in Idaho for $4. Shout out, Idaho. So thanks, Idaho Goodwill. For books and potatoes, we love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, French fries. <sighs> French fries and sad poetry. I am, look, that's... <laughs> <laughs> French fries and sadness, they go hand in hand, y'all. Like, Seriously. That's, let's, let's be real here. It's not going to make your stomach go all... Because, <sighs> you know, it's not cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are other fantastic bands as well. Yes, we have more music. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see. So, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Notes. So, the other bands that performed... I have a note because I can't see the back of my shirt. Where are you? (laughs) Well, you're doing that. Ooh. uh, I'm going to play Phobophobia. Phobophilic. Phobophilic? Phobophilic. Yeah, phobophilic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know where my notes went. Because before we started recording, and I had all my shit open, and then I left and came back, and my my laptop was like, oh, I have shut down uh, unexpectedly, and everything's fucked. I've grown quite tired of functioning. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, now it's... Were we going for a couple different accents there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too too much stress for one one accent. Heard that. Got to spread it across. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, big 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 fan of Enforce. Oh, they, yo, look, I feel like if any of you 
are finding Enforced for the first time through us. Oh my god, I'm so excited I'm for you. I'm so happy for you. Like, ah, uh, I remember... Okay, so Knox talked about the the show they did with uh, Exhumed and uh, Creeping Death. Mm-hmm. And it, we, my friend and I went. It was like a Halloween thing. We went to that over at... What was it called then? I think it was Gas Monkey bar and grill at the time then it became amplified and now it's nothing um, <laughs> uh, karma but, for charging for parking uh, you dirty scoundrels bastards but yeah i i think bewitcher was also on that bill i feel like there no that may have been it we went primarily for, no we went completely for creeping death because you know my love for that band knows no bounds uh, yes uh it is an endless domain um but enforced sold me like they were just right out of the gate just and i was just like good fucking lord this it's, band is absolutely phenomenal it's I, like instant fan instant fan y'all instant fan they they're so good yeah yeah go go to just ingest all their sound yes all of it all of everything i mean you can even hit pause on this and just like gorge yourself and then come back it won't and take you very long folks it's like not even two hours of worth of music if i'm correct and you, yeah it's good for you it's 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 thrash for the soul oh my god it's like those chicken soup books my mom reads exactly except thrash for us nerds exactly mm. so phobophilic yes phobophilic you, okay what do you have to show me with Phobophilic. So, Phobophilic is from Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo? Fargo. Fargo? Fargo? Oh, that's funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right? I haven't watched that movie in a minute. I've never seen it. You've never seen Fargo? Oh my god, you almost spit oh, your drink. Oh, I almost spit everything everywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh, Fargo. Yo, oh no. Oh, don't you know? I oh, never don't you know? She never I, seen Fargo. That's funny. I'm ne- I'm not good at seeing movies. <laughs> oh. Like, I am fine. It's, it's Frances McDormand. And I, I'm really slow to on the uptake. Like, I'm finally getting around to watching Halloween 3. Y'all, we got to take a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get there. I, I swear to God, I, I just I barely have time to listen to my own thoughts, <laughs> let alone watch that. a movie. All right. So, Phobophilic. From Fargo. From Fargo. Uh, been around since 2016. They mm-hmm. are death metal, yeah. signed to Prosthetic Records. Indeed. Uh, their the themes are Lovecraftian horror, or... Uh, Philosophical absurdism. <laughs> Consciousness. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. They put out their first full length last year, uh-huh. Enveloping Absurdity. Fun. And uh, I'm going to play a song for you. Give it to me. Uh, I don't remember what it's called <laughs> because I bought it and I downloaded it and now I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I am so. Oh, oh my God! It's the it's the the song named after like the song and the album are the same title. Enveloping absurdity. The title track. The title track. <laughs> I kind of like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> my note is incomplete. <laughs> Words is hard. Yes. Notes are incomplete. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play the song for you. 
you think? <sighs> Phobophilic fucking rules. Yeah. I, I fuck with that hard. It's just good groovy. It It's... But it's like slow groove. It's it's not uh, it's but uh, it's it yeah 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 that's that shit I like. Right. It's good drop tuny. Can't understand any other words. Business. And I love it. And that's most music for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah. That's the type of shit that like I don't know. It's, it's good riding around metal. I think that's like you get in your car and just like, just, just bop. Right? Yeah. 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 That's Phobophilic. Yep. Phobophilic was. Were they on the bill? They were on the bill. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. They went on right before Enforced. Okay. And Mulder. Mulder. It was the first band up. I'm going to play them. Next, okay, because I have not heard of Mulder. Well, let me let me share with you what I know about Mulder. Let's see here, Mulder. They are from Shorewood, Illinois. They've been making Death Thrash since okay. about 2017. Care for that? They're um, they like to sing about gore, death, and decay. <laughs> mm. Fun stuff, right? You know, just good family dinner topics pretty much they're on the same label as uh the other band huh neat anyway uh i want to play for you ghastly mutation oh yes let's go
So I figured you would like Mulder. It's it's thrashing good fun. It's thrashing good fun. Although, to tell you the truth, I'm hearing a lot. I heard a lot of the death metal in there too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was. There were times where it was definitely more death than thrash, and I'm but I'm feeling it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were we took a road trip out to Austin this weekend to get my my knee tattoo finished up, uh, which is pain. And pretty. It's pretty. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. Shout out Nat Power um, in, in Austin. She she does the does the good good. She's done like pretty much my whole leg up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were on our way up there, and my girlfriend tasked me with, with coming up with a road trip playlist. And she's like, just put some, some bands on there I haven't, haven't heard much of. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... Death occupied a lot of that playlist. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. Yeah, so I've been definitely listening to a bit of death metal lately. And I'm, I'm hearing some of it. Some of that in there. Yeah. Yeah. We were. It was funny because some of the songs on the playlist were like some of her favorite songs. And her she has fantastic taste in music. She listens to a lot of metal. But she's very well-rounded. She listens to a lot of, well, a lot of anything and everything. But there was a pop-punk joint on there that was, it was a banger. But it was like we played... <laughs> play leprosy and then like right after that like one of that band came on and i was just like and then yeah really you know accessible pop beats and you know, just really <laughs> yeah you know, accessible is not the right word but like very approachable mm-hmm. and i was like but the thing <laughs> the ending of that song of, of of death going into that other song actually kind of worked <laughs> <laughs> and we both looked at each other like what the fuck just happened here um, but I, she didn't know what Chuck Shoulder looked like, and I was like, "Please understand, probably the sexiest frontman in death metal or in metal period. Like the man was easy on the eyes. Yeah, he was so hot. Yeah, um, but I fucking love death. But yes, definitely hearing a bit of death mm-hmm. or the death metals. Yes, in that. very much enjoyed that. Nice. Very much a banger. Well, uh, speaking of going for something completely different. I mean, it's still going to be metal, obviously, but... Um, no, she has queued up Frank Sinatra Jr. <laughs> Not some, even Dad. Some Reba. <laughs> oh, I'm God. fucking kidding. Oh, no, no Reba. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Oh, there was, there was a woman at the grocery store earlier today with a shirt on the back of it. It said, don't let me down, Reba. <laughs> and you I'm know, like, oh, this is so Texas. You know, here's the thing. I don't hate Reba. I don't. Uh, her speaking voice gets on my nerves far more than her singing voice. But was that Christmas one that she does that I that gets run into the ground if I'm thinking of the right one? I have no idea. Yeah, don't you're. F- I I think I'm pretty sure I'm a Reba virgin, and I'd like to keep it that way. It's, yeah, let's keep that. Yeah. Oh my god, okay. my I'm eyes just... just got completely distracted by End Times cassette yeah. demo that I forgot I had. Explain to the people what End Times. End Times is, I, I know, I bought this, I think they were selling it at uh, the merch table one of the first times I saw. Um, Frozen Soul? Thank you. My brain just <laughs> went complete fart. Uh, the, yeah, because members of Frozen Soul, there are a few of them that are in End Times. And I was like, oh, this is neat. I don't even know if I actually bought it. I think they might have just been like, hey, check out this demo. I can't remember. But the shit you forget you have, and then you're like, huh? <laughs> I want to, I, you know what? I want to play this cassette when we're done recording. Yeah. Would you like to hear it? I would. 
Yeah, cool, cool. Because I definitely played it on like an early episode, so I don't want to. I don't want to do that to y'all. Um, but anyway, uh, so did you know that you can send messages over SoundCloud? What? Yeah, I d- did not know that until recently, and I looked on there, and I had a a more recent message. There was a band that contacted the bitch in SoundCloud like four years ago, asking me to play, and I was like. Uh, oops but a, a more local more more recent band from texas contacted us because the band from four years ago was from like sweden this band is from houston they're school they're called uh scroll keeper okay they are like a new wave of heavy metal yeah so. i had a feeling right yeah, yeah i had com- a feeling yeah names like that you th- you think right uh, but anyway, they are releasing an EP called, um, gonna, I don't know, I don't even know what this word means. Wetiko? W-E-T-I-K-O. Okay. Wetiko? I'm dyslexic, and that's a weird word. Yeah. I'm fucked to begin with. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but the, this, this band very much makes me think of Manila Road. Okay. Do, are you familiar? With Manila Road? Yeah. I don't know if I am. They're 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 an older band from okay. like the, I mean like seventies. Okay. I want to say like late seventies, um, but yeah, they have how many songs here? Scroll Keeper. They have a six song EP. Damn, should I don't know which song to choose. Which which one do you think? Should we do Your First Blood, the the title track? Maybe Misery, Shadow Dancing. Sleep and Dream. You know what? Merchants? Shadow Dancing sounds nice. That sounds fun. That does sound fun. All right. Let's, we'll play. Let's, let's see what happens there. That All right. sounds like, you know. We'll do it. <laughs> Here's Shadow Dancing by <laughs> Scroll Keeper. <laughs>
Okay, so... Instrumentally, I very much dug it. I very... The... Especially the guitar tone on that was Mm -hmm. very... Very much what I'm here for. I think vocally it could have been blended a little bit better. I th- it felt like the vote like there was a bit of a disconnect between the uh, the vocals and the instrumentals, like what was going on. Otherwise, like as a whole, though, I would love to see what this sounds like live. Yeah, I would very much love to see like where how it all comes together in that format, because the the feel of it I very much dig. What are you thinking? Um, let's see. I definitely hear the uh, Manila Road influences um, with the like press release that came with the album. It mentions how the guys actually met uh, Manila Road's drummer and are like buddies with him. Oh, wow. So I'm sure that too, like helps uh i haven't listened to manila road that much like Mm -hmm. crystal logic i heard oh my god i forgot the name of that fucking band they're like a little little band they do like D &D themed trad metal and their cover of crystal logic was fun and of course when you hear a cover you have to go listen to the original and i thought that was good um it might not be for everybody but as far as like classic trad band i think they're good yeah yeah, right on yeah yeah i haven't been listening to as much um more i guess we'll just keep calling it trad metal um lately it might be just because of like the fact that there have been a lot of hardcore shows at work that i've been Mm -hmm. just like working or going to and the fact that we have like a really a really good hardcore scene here Yes. Um, but it, it's nice to, to like, I like I listened to the full EP and I enjoyed it. And uh, definitely makes me want to um, spin Smolder or any of my other uh, trad albums. For sure, for sure. Too. And also it's got me pumped for, oh my God, Eternal Champion playing at Wrecking Ball <sighs> on, what was it, the 25th of October? 28th. 28th thank you yeah oh i've already got tickets for that oh my god i have not yet because i'm like trying to be trying to be a good girl but i'm also (laughs) like how often do i get to see eternal champion i haven't seen them perform live since i interviewed them pre-pandemic pre-bitchin hiatus yeah yeah so it would be they're so good they're so fucking they're so good yeah, I've never seen Eternal Champion. I've seen Iron Age, but I have not seen Eternal Champion. And I, oh, I'm i so ready for that. Mm. I only bought tickets for one day. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And that was the day. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's, that would be my main pull for going for that specific day. Because it's Eternal Champion followed up by Frozen Soul. Yeah. Like, just come on. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're decent and uh, I like to see where it goes. I mean, like they were using, um, cause they, they were lacking in a drummer and they were using like a digital drum machine. It sounds like from mm-hmm. what I'm reading from this. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure like in the future they would probably like to have things like mixed and mastered a bit better. Oh, for but, sure. For sure. But like, honestly, I think it sounds pretty decent. I, I listened to some pretty 
low quality production shit and i'm like what What are you talking about this is great (laughs) this is great (laughs) yeah no heard okay so this is a band from new jersey called putra session okay i'm pretty sure i got that right uh they're releasing their first full length uh forever below this comes out october 8th um it's gonna be out under pain gore death productions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> love it yes uh hailing from new jersey putra session is a blackened quintet featuring members of okay this is a this is a five piece but i'm gonna name like seven bands so there's definitely somebody that's <laughs> really busy uh and some of these bands i haven't heard of like wind fair replicant wolf cloak tombs um ab absinate Collapsia? I'm um, fucked that. Uh, and Hammer Fight. Yeah, and I, part of me thinks, okay, there's got to be a drummer, and he is in, like, all the bands. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. Right. Heard that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, Forever Below is the anthem for a man-made hell on Earth, a collection of apocalyptic hymns that explore the anxieties of mortality and self-destruction while deploying dense atmospheric soundscapes that explore the anxieties of mortality and self-destruction while deploying dense atmospheric soundscapes with sinister riffs and impervious heaviness. Noxious fumes and torrential floods overcome a landscape where imposing refineries battle against nature for dominance. Mankind's insatiable will to subject its environment is its tragic flaw. Uh, but this is going to be fans for, um, if you like Gohor or Dissection, you're probably going to be into this. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> I'm going to let you pick the. Wait, no, I'm not going to let you pick the song because there's only two songs that you can pick from. <laughs> All right, do you want to listen to Stillness or uh, Ephes? Stillness. Stillness.
I really like that. Oh, it's so good. That's it's so atmospheric towards the end there. I love what they're. I love, what were we talking about? Nap metal. What like, episodes <laughs> ago? Towards the end of that, there, I definitely started feeling like it's just soothing. Yeah, like I'm sure what they're singing about is probably not of that variety, but I just. I don't know what they're singing I, about, I but I'm into it. Really peaceful towards the end there. That was nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the whole thing dropping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I don't know if you want to call them a super group, but uh, it's super good. <laughs> <laughs> super good. Yeah. I feel like with metal and hardcore, like especially, cause we, were, we did, you did make the joke earlier that like it's they probably just have the same drummer. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like, because drummers, they're it's like finding a tank in World of Warcraft. Yeah, like I, I, I wish I got that reference. Oh god, <laughs> like swing a dead cat, you're gonna hit a, a a rogue or a mage. Yeah. Uh, but somebody to actually take the beaning of the baddies that you're trying to kill as a group. Good, good fucking luck. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like I've seen, like lineups where it's just like. Each of the band members, like, they're in, like, that band or maybe one other. But the mm-hmm. drummer is in, like, eight bands. Yeah, exactly. It's like, when, you, when you're in this genre, everybody shares members. Like, there was a a hardcore show we went to, some runs and I, it was, it was really early this year or late last year, or sometime last year, but it was Gulch's last tour. And... It was like Gulch, Drain, Tsunami, Mind Force, and a bunch of other bands. But like I think Gulch, Drain, and Tsunami all share members. So it was like just one, one after the because the the vocalist for Drain was the drummer for Gulch, and it's a whole thing. It's just like I don't know if you can really call it super group, but so much as like we're we need to work. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like. No, we just all have to play in multiple bands, and that's the way it is. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where's my other song? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. All right. So have you heard of Moonlight Sorcery? Uh-oh. Okay. So I love Finnish metal. Okay. A lot. Like, a good chunk of, like, some of the earliest bands I discovered when I went from listening to just Metallica and like expo- like I discovered some stuff like college is a time for exploration for a lot of young people <laughs> and, and for me it was it was going from being like the weird girl in in school that would listen to like boy bands but also Metallica and, and then I discovered that there was extreme music outside of my country and that's when I was, saw children of bodom for the mm-hmm. first time yeah. with like lamb of god and i was just like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm into this <laughs> Love. Uh, yeah um rest in peace right yeah. yeah so that that was my introduction to finished metal and i discovered uh insomnium and omnium gatherum and uh, did, there there's the, i'm not gonna list all the finished metal there's too many uh, but Moonlight Sorcery is one that I have been following for a little bit. A little bit. They've only been around since 2018. But I have enjoyed their EPs that they've put out. Uh, 
they put out their first EP in 2002, so that's about, I guess, when I found them. Um, yes, that's when I found them. Because Ice Fail Spell is their single from 2002. 2022. Don't mind me. Dates are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Too many twos. Brain can't compute. Anyway, they are putting their first full-length album out this this year uh when do i have a date i don't uh, where's my date at anyway i'll tell you when it comes out i'm gonna play you this song here in a second um but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a bit about moonlight sorcery (laughs) um this album is called horned lord of the thorned castle ah it comes out september 29th there we go. Should have read my, this my notes further. This, this Friday for us. Friday for yeah. for recording time. Uh, it'll already be out by the time you're listening to this episode. <laughs> so you can go just cram this shit into your ears real fast. Um, expect nothing but an icy cold blizzard that will conquer your castle, crumble your towers, and behold the daylight forever. And withhold. Oh. Withhold the daylight. Because, you know, everything in Finland is bleak and dark. And icy. And icy. (laughs) And they're the happiest country on the planet. So they're doing something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But let's see here. Horned Lord of the Thorned Castle perfectly combines the atmosphere from piercing through the frozen entity and the rawness of Nightwind, the conqueror from the stars. The band's two EPs released in 2022 and 2023, respectively. Moonlight Sorcery wants to raise the bar, and these new nine songs have an even more melodic hooks, have even more melodic hooks and shreddy guitar work. Frozen synths and whales further develop the Finnish trio's unique sound, a vibe you cannot find in any other black metal record. Oh, oh yes, this is this is uh okay, it's synthy black metal, but I'm gonna say there's some power metal vibes in this. Okay not mad about it um what did i i think i saw something where the band doesn't even really listen to black metal and i think that that is a pretty rad approach because it means that you're not sounding like everybody else yeah 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 um but anyway do you want uh let's see the album's gonna be 44 minutes long Actually, the way that they've created it is that it is essentially like a 44-minute song, but it's broke up. Okay. So it's got, like, sweets, like little parts. Yeah, kind of. Because, yeah. like, there are other bands that will do that where it's just, like, 45 minutes of, of, like, one song, which I'm here for it. But it has movements. Like, it's indifferent. Yeah. 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 Uh, set up very symphonically. Symphonically, indeed. Okay, so they're from Finland, and I can't read Finnish because I'm... Not, not Finnish. Finnish. I'm American. <laughs> and we all know about our education system. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you that it's track four. There we go. And the song translates into Behind the Veil of Anger. Bam. Yes. So I'm going to play that for you right now. Right now? Right, right. Come on, get there. Right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I 
forgot to mention that uh, this was mixed and mastered by the legendary Dan the Man Swano. <laughs> you and Swano. He's a fucking, he's so fucking cool. <laughs> he's so hugely influential in, in like melodic death metal and just all the metal. And he just does all this like mixing and mastering of these albums. And it's like everything he touches is just like, Mwah, it's so good. This man could make shit smell like flowers. Damn. But the, not saying that this is like that. This album, real nice. Yeah. No, real, it, it banged. It bang bang. It bang it bang bang. It bang bang. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I very much enjoyed this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I so this was originally gonna be what I was gonna end the episode on, but then I got this thing on my newsfeed talking about uh, a band that I have loved for many years, and they're putting another album out. So I was like, "Fuck yes, we're gonna talk about the great Slovakian metal band." Malo Karpatin. Okay, I know this name. I know this name. I, I believe I've mentioned it before. Yes, I'm sure you It was definitely three years. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yes. Okay, so I I discovered them with their... Hold up, I have my note because uh, I need that. I need that. It's part of my brain. All right, so I discovered them with their 2015 release. I'm not going to try to say it because it is Slovakian, and I am not. But they have been pitiful me. <laughs> pitiful me. <laughs> they they do like blackened heavy metal. It, it sounds like something that you found in your uncle's basement, you know, like a dusty tape. And you're like, what's this? You pop it in, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, it, I don't know. My uncles all listen to a lot of southern rock, and well, being we'll, that they're from Illinois, they listen to a lot of R.O. Speedwagon. We'll <laughs> pretend you have a cool uncle. <laughs> this is your fictitious, imaginary cool uncle. That, I don't know, like, lets you borrow his Iron Maiden cassette when you were in kindergarten or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is... Uh, so that their, their themes... Oh, God, I'm too excited. I can't fucking handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they Their stories... Like, it's like folklore stories turned into metal songs. Okay. Nice. Or, like, there's, like, witchcraft involved, too, because Slovakian that. folklore, it's got witches. Um. All of their songs are in their native language. So if you want to know what they're saying, you definitely have to look up the translations, but it's worth it. 100% worth it. Guarantee it. They have some great titles. Um, the only one I can remember off the top of my head is What Did That Ugly Old Hag Put in My Cup? <laughs> that was off of, off of their first release, and I listened to that. Much. that's incredible yes that's like so good it's just like so many good songs they have like interesting sound bites it's got like a certain roughness and rawness to its sound um from what i've heard because they only have one song released from this so far the production quality is improved but it still has the the sound of their earlier releases to it while still being a bit cleaner um but this this song, oh. this song title oh. is great. All right, the carriage moves through the dark blue valleys of the southwest. Lovely. Every song title's like just a nice long sentence, <laughs> just descri- essentially describing what the song is about, <laughs> which I appreciate. <laughs> um, this is like the mature version of every like Fallout Boy song title. It's like two sentences long it's just like 
No, 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 no. These are grown men titling songs. Yeah, and yeah. They've, been, they've been doing this for coming on 10 years, and this is going to be their fourth release. I'm I'm super excited to share this with you. Um, Bring but, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, rewind, quick note. I was mistaken on the previous song. It was track five by Moonlight Sorcery. That is behind the veil of anger. It's track five, not track four. Gotcha. Anyway, back to Malachar Patton. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I'm going to play this carriage moves through the dark blue valleys of the Southwest for you right now. Bring it.
písne, odberané kroky Filipa sa odývajú od jedného v červeném popravném plášti. Keď prechádzame tmavými chodbami, obrovitého mauzova L. Escorial. Kde s láskou usedáme medzi učené spisy a daleko hledy. felt like I was in Castlevania there for a second. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially that little, like, could tell it was quite harpsichord with that interlude in there, that really soft spoken part. And there's like a little, little kind of yeah, thing in the harpsichord playing underneath. Mm-hmm. I felt like straight up like I was walking through Alucard's castle. Like, oh. it was. Oh my God. Oh my God. I am. Okay, you're right. I think that you should listen to them in chronological order. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're on. They're on Bandcamp because that's where I bought their albums. But I, they're probably on Spotify. They gotta too. be on Spotify. Maloka Patton. Mm. The oh, name itself even sounds just epic. They're delicious. And I couldn't tell you why. I don't know. But God, that shit bangs. Like it's so good. Yeah. All right, I send it to you. Now you have homework. But it's fun homework. <laughs> On top of the, actually, I don't really have a whole lot of homework this week. Oh, well, hey. Well, yeah. yeah. So for the for the listeners, I, Patty, have like you could mistake my voice for Sabrina's. Um, <laughs> we, um, we we look alike. We don't sound alike. Right. Um, I have started going back to school to study music therapy. Uh, I know. They listen to metal, <laughs> which hey, is therapeutic for us, I guess. It, honestly, yeah. Yeah. So I have, I'm in a choir now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm taking classical guitar. I've been playing guitar for 16 years. I've never really, I've only ever really played everything else except for classical. So that's been fun. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to help me appreciate some of this a little bit more. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, and and definitely listen to them in order. I, yeah. I I feel like 
like yeah i'll listen to like all the shit i like on random but when mm-hmm. it comes to listening to an album i definitely prefer to listen to an order because i'm like the band put it in that order mm-hmm. they feel like that this is the way they want it to flow that's how i'm gonna ingest it fucking a yeah and i i don't know i think they're really fun and who knows maybe if they get big enough they'll tour the u.s come to texas oh my god i would i would would explode implode damn yeah i i sabrina dreams of finish of of slavic metal (laughs) oh yes there's so much music i can never experience in person like like convulse Mm. i'm never gonna get to see that here because it's in australia and it's a one-man thing but it sounds pretty. Yeah. Yeah. In Mellow Garpatton, there's an ocean. Yeah. Yep. But hey, at least we got music. We can listen to the music and and hope that they feel the energy of appreciation that I am trying to Absolutely. Like, radiate towards all of these bands. All of the bands that we played. It's just great music. Mm-hmm. Again, so so grateful for Enforced for interviewing. Yes, yes, much love to Enforced. Yeah, yeah, keep pl- playing that awesome. I'm glad we get to see Enforced. I I am, you know what? That is something to be grateful for. Yeah. They came to Texas. They came to us. And it's hot. So hot. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good time. It was a good time. And we should have really great interview for the next upcoming don't want to say what it is yet don't want to jinx it yeah yeah we've been working on it for a minute yeah yeah and uh yeah we'll just keep hoping and praying and getting getting those good interviews yeah. and like oh my god i'm so excited about music and i can't wait to see what's coming that out we got like we got an enforced interview that's fucking amazing that I, makes me so happy yeah 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 i'm, I'm just sad that you weren't there ah, same I mean, it was for good reasons. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. ditch. I mean, by no means, do not ditch the girlfriend for oh, your well, plans. Well, she had never been to the Majestic Theater in Dallas, and we caught a band that night. And I, one that would have, I knew was going to be perfect to see there. So I absolutely had to make that happen. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, until next time, we're gonna we're gonna listen to this end times demo cassette because good times. Because good times. Good times. Go support local music. Uh, share the shit you love with us so we can play it f- too. Exactly. And because... go buy a ticket to fucking Wrecking Ball if you haven't. Oh my god, do it. I mean, look, hold up. The lineup is insane. J- just for the day, I'm only going for day two. Oh, dude. I guess that's. Uh, I guess it's the twenty. Yeah, twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking ends of sanity, tribal gaze, flesh rot, judiciary, two hundred stab wounds, fugitive, fucking devourment, skinless, eternal champion, and frozen fucking soul. Like, what? Uh huh. That's not fair. Uh, that that's the kind of thing where you have to like prepare yourself, prepare your body to go through that lengthy process of ex. Just being there for all of the bands. Absolutely. Stay hydrated. Drink plenty of water. Like, pace yourself. Oh, my God. You have to pace yourself. Uh-huh. Shit, day one's not bad either, though. Oh. Like, 
Dick Soledad, fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Gates to Hell, Dying Wish, Creeping Death, fucking Creeping Death. Acacia Strain, Despised Icon, and Dying Fetus. I mean, that's not bad either, folks. Uh, Right? Yeah. yeah. But not everybody can afford both days. Exactly. So I, I had to pick a day, and it was day two. Anytime I get to see Flesh Rot, I'm happy. That band fucking rips. Oh my god, were were they? We saw them at Rubber Glove, but was it Glizzy Fest? It was no when the uh, no. Fugitive. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah, fugitive the Fugitive show. Oh my god, that was fun. Anyway. I was so fucking blown away by Flesh Rot. Jesus, they were so good. I anyway. felt I felt rotty right after. I was oh like, my god, oh my god, so gross. <laughs> 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 anyway, sidetrack. Yeah. Well, hey, friend. Thanks for for doing this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for finding the medals. Hell yeah! And thank (laughs) you all for listening. Yeah. This is silly. Bitchin'.